drink it in, man. Touchdown, Detroit Lions! Cornbread! 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 Drink it in, man. Detroit Kool-Aid, Detroit Kool-Aid drinkers, what's going on everybody? It's Friday, I hope you had a great week, I hope you're excited that it's Friday, and I hope you're excited it's the end of the week, because we're here talking Lions football here in the Detroit Kool-Aid cast, I'm your host Derek Okri here on the show, you can find me on Twitter at Derek Okri, thank you for listening to the show, for hitting that subscribe button, sharing this with a friend, we got real football right around the corner, but we got a real great show for you today, I got my buddy Brian Nicewanger, a.k.a. Chops, here on the show. He's ready to talk some Lions football. Chops, how you doing here on a Friday? Okay, it's Friday. It's it's uh, the last Friday before games, real games, real football. And, uh, man, I'm so excited. Let's just get this season going. I can't wait. Let's get the season going. Let's get the show going. And uh, we had a real fun show on Wednesday. Talked about kind of the happenings with the Lions. We uh, recorded that a bit early in the week. And we thought here late in the week, we know there's lots of like signings and there's different things that are happening with the Detroit Lions. But we thought we'd record a couple days early and just say, we're going to talk about the 49ers here in the next couple weeks. We're going to talk about like all the signings, the people they call, all that stuff. We'll get into it. But today... You kind of told me you had a little something on your mind, man. You wanted to do the game-by-game prediction. So when the schedule came out for the entertainment for the people, I just, the minute it came out, I jumped here on the show and just started telling win-loss, win-loss. And there were a few more wins than losses. I mean, you know, it, it may or may not be the D- Detroit Kool-Aid in me. It's, it's to be debated. Drink it in, man. Side of cornbread. Cornbread! But, like, I did those way back, and I had fun with them. You know, I went and said why they're going to win outside, inside, this, that, and the other. How we're going to just dominate teams like Chicago. And uh, why Aaron Rodgers is such a smug, aloof, arrogant a-hole. And and we'll get into that today as well. But what I thought I'd do is I'm going to give you, like, the Oakry pub up of the game. I'm going to pass it to you, and you can give me just, like, the Chops prediction. I want, like, some random scores out of you. I want wins, losses. And then I just want strong takes on what that game might be way before it happens. So you think we can get into that today? I think you got some stuff up your sleeve today here on the show. Yeah, Okri, look, you know, the schedule came out. I've been excited to do this. It's one of my favorite things. I love it when all these, you know, supposed experts go through and go game by game and pick them and, you know, People tell us the Lions are going to be, you know, three and 14. And, but, you know, I, I actually saw one the other day and they didn't even have the damn number right because of the 17 game uh, <laughs> schedule now. But I'm like, okay, you know, so I, I'm jacked to do it. I think, uh, I think there's going to be some surprises here, maybe even a couple of surprises on your end. So let's do this, baby. No doubt, man. We can't mess around. We're going to get all these games in. So, Chops, in two weeks. The Detroit Lions will head to Ford Field. There will be 65 plus thousand fans there. 
some wearing masks, some not wearing masks, I hope. We will have a rowdy fan base. We will be playing one of the NFL favorites, the San Francisco 49ers, one of the absolute um, teams that the league adores with their history and their tradition and their fancy quarterback and their little slot receivers and their big names on defense in certain areas. They will be coming to the D, Detroit versus everybody. The Lions will unleash this new team, this new coaching staff, all these new players that we have not seen. This will go down on September 12th in Ford Field. What say you about this game between the Lions and the 49ers? Oakry, it's time to take the gloves off or or put the pads on and throw down and fight in this game Sunday, (laughs) September 12th against the San Francisco 49ers in a huge packed Ford Field. So happy. Fans, baby, 65,000 plus. And we are going to win and beat the 49ers. And my prediction on the score is going to be 24 to 34. Lions win. You got the Lions with the 10-point home dub, putting up 34 on opening day against the 49ers? Yes, sir. Bring it. Oh, baby. Chaps, I think you said something about a fight, didn't you? Oh, yeah. We're going to bite There's a kneecap gonna be a fight. off. We're going to smile at you. We're going to take your other kneecap. We're going to smile at you. And That's, right. That's what I'm talking about, Dan Campbell. We're going to be the last one standing. All right? That's going to be the mentality. <laughs> That's going to be the mentality. Chop coming out the gates with a 10-point home dub against a big-time favorite, you know, when they roll into our stadium. And instead, Detroit just punches you in the mouth with a W. Now, again, this is this is going to be – this is going to be – I don't know. This is this is tough to say. I'm at a loss for words right now, Chops, because I've been telling everybody that will listen, listen that we're about to unleash on the 49ers here opening weekend. I will be there. I will be rowdy. I'll be ready to go. Yet here, doing our predictions, especially after your, your bold prediction, I for some reason feel uh, like that I must put a loss here for the Detroit Lions <laughs> and it hurts bum, me to bum, do bum. so <laughs> I can't believe I'm saying this or doing this but here's the thing I saw them use these two quarterbacks I think the Lions are still going to be getting themselves in order so I, the people know I'm going to bring the Kool-Aid but here in opening week what I would love to see is a great football game back and forth and the Lions might fall a bit short so I'm going to go 24-21 San Francisco here to open the game. Oh man! Like, do you, do you hear the well, reaction of oh, the people, great. Choppy? Oh. Do you hear them out there just getting excited about what I just had to say? Well, you got the <laughs> yeah, you got the the score right for the San Francisco 49ers. You got the twenty four right, but you, you sure that's thirteen points, Oak. Right. And I'm pumping you up because I liked yours way better. So again, I just <laughs> just doing that for the people. Sorry, right, you got a dub. I put up a loss there. Um, the Lions. The following week, Monday Night Football, Green Bay, Wisconsin, the Lions versus the Mozzarella Sticks. You got smug, arrogant, pompous, uh, just an absolute tchotchke if there ever was one, number 12 for the Green Bay Packers. I mean, the Lions basically beat this team. I don't know, what's it like, 
three out of five, four out of the last five, and they got screwed by the refs, whatever the other times were. They've got this team's number. What is what do you got here, Choppy, for the people with the Lions heading to Green Bay under the lights of Monday Night Football? So after uh, 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 coming off the high of a big W in opening week, I actually have them falling a little short to Green Bay in Green Bay. Uh, it, it pains me to see it, but I, I think we play well. I think we continue good play. I think we fall just a little bit short and we lose 31 to 28 uh, in Green Bay. Man, it, it's hard to play in Wisconsin. And uh, Green Bay is still a good team. I think this is probably their last year because I think Rodgers is going to move on and they're going to have a bunch of cap problems. And um, But this is still their year to win this division. And I, I've got it chalked up as a W or as an L losses. Well, um, you know, again, I'll use this bit for that and for my first. Everybody is sitting there listening to this pod saying, Okri, your first selection for that opening home game was simply this. That's terrible. I, I get it. You know, I know you don't want to hear that on the show, but you also don't want to hear Chops, who was all fired up, got us with a, a double-digit win, come back with a loss in Cheddarville. That's terrible. Exactly. So <laughs> I, I'm going to help out the people. Help me. Me. I will. And this is how it's going to go down. It doesn't matter who the refs are, who the quarterback is, how many points the Lions are underdogs in this football game. On Monday Night Football, with Dan Campbell on the sideline, Jared Goff, DeAndre Swift, TJ Hawkins. Like, we're going in there on the road, and we're putting up not just a W. I feel like this is going to be a statement game. I feel like this is like we're here, and everybody counted us out long ago type football game. So the Lions come into this game and they win 20 no, we're putting up 30. This is this is 35 for the Lions and like 23 for Green Bay. Like an absolute whooping of epic proportions and people are walking out of the stadium like what what happened? What? And, and the Lions is walking out with that Conor McGregor swag. That's what's going to go down in Green Bay under the big time lights. Jared Goff playing big ball, big time ball under the big time lights. There you go. That make up for it, people. I like it. Drink it in. I like now. it. All right, man. We got to keep this thing moving. Week three. Um, again, rumoring in your window. Me and you. Might be live and in person at this ball game. We might be downtown Detroit. We might be getting rowdy all over the place for this one. Um, we'll see if we can make that happen. But Baltimore heading into the D. I mean, this is a nasty football game. What do you think about it? Man, this is this is this is going to be a sm- this isn't your old school Ravens game, Smash Mouth, uh, dug in the trenches. I mean, this is the high flying. You know, Bateman, Hollywood, Jackson offense. Don't forget Mark Andrews in there. We just got a little injury action with Dobbins, but they still got some good running back depth. Um, man, this is a tough one for me. I, I, Ra- The Ravens are such a good team, and that division is just so good. Um, I hate to do it, but I'm going to chalk this one up. This is a little bit low. I think our defense actually does okay with them. Um, I've got this one as a 24-21 to 21 loss. Hmm. Jobs, you're killing me. So he, he, here it is. Again, sometimes people just take the Lions because they're playing on Thanksgiving. Sometimes people just take the Lions because, you know, they hate the other team. 
Like, I'm straight up taking the Lions because I think the few times that me and you have done up a game and done it upright or, or, or been all about it, we find a way to get a dub for the team. I mean, I did call it when we went down to the ATL. I said, we're going down there to get a dub and go back to 3-3. Three and three. And then, unfortunately, the ceiling fell on us after that. But we did our job down there. So we're going to do our job again. And this is going to be a grimy, nasty football game. And this is going to be like 21 for the Lions. 20 for Baltimore. A one-point epic victory for the Lions. I like it. I like it. I hope so. Early October, we head to Chicago. Everybody and their brother knows Justin Fields will be playing in this game and everybody will be lathering themselves up in the field's butter, talking about he's the greatest thing since gluten-free sliced white bread. But the Lions... They're not scared of the Bears. The Bears have an aging defense and marginal skill players at best. It might be a little windy. It might be a little nasty out there. They might have a flashy new quarterback. How's this game going to go down, Chops? I mean, tell the people what's going to go down. You got two losses in a row. Yeah, I got two losses in a row. But you know what? I see at this point of the season, this is the spot where uh, Chicago doesn't know who their quarterback is because Andy Dalton was the starter and then he stunk up the joint in the first couple. They gave Justin Fields a try and he threw a bunch of picks and a bunch of fumbles when he was trying to run with the ball. He wasn't smart with it. So here we come in. You are right. Justin Fields will start this game and the Detroit Lions are going to make that man's life hell. They are going to beat him down into the ground. It's going to be nasty. It's going to be windy. It's going to be a cold October Sunday, and the Lions are going to come up victorious 28-24. to 24. So, Chaps, what you're saying is Justin Fields on this day has no chance? That's what he's got. No chance, so that's what you got. I mean... I don't need to see anything else more than the music. I mean, I'm right there with you. I think it's a rude awakening for this punk. I feel like he's going to be riding high either because his first start or maybe he had a good game the week prior. Not this week. W for the Detroit Lions. I got him 3-1 and one right now. Heading for another row game against the Minnesota Vikings. I mean, again, you want to talk about another team that's in absolute disarray. They don't know if they're supposed to get COVID shots, supposed to wear masks. You got Kirk Cousins, who's just there making 30-some million dollars. You got a really good receiver in Justin Jefferson. You got a really good player in Dalvin Cook. And then I won't even play crickets again, but it's just a ho-hum after that. They just paid like a 33-year-old safety like, I don't even know how much money. Like, $70 million over the next few years. I mean, are you kidding me? So, you know, we're heading into Minnesota. Hard place to play, but I, this team doesn't scare you after their top couple of stars. I mean, I'm here to tell you. No, this team is not scary at all. In fact, you know, the Vikings' time has passed. Uh, you're exactly right. They've got, you know, I look, you no one's going to question the skill player with Delvin and Jefferson. But, man, after that, it's like, what? You, you have What? Uh, no, my, the Vikings are done, man. Chicago and Minnesota, in my opinion, they're they're done in this division, and they will they will finish uh, in the bottom two spots. So I've got the Lions coming into into Minnesota, uh, taking down the Vikings, and I've actually got them uh, winning kind of big on this game after coming off the high of a close uh, a close win in Chicago. Man, I, I've got them double digits here, winning thirty one twenty one. 
Oh, man. Love it. Absolutely love it. You're on the rebound here, Chops. Now, I'm looking at my record, 3-1. and one. This is a double-dip road game. As much as I don't like Minnesota and I just ragged on them, because we got other games in the season here, I'm going to say the Lions maybe come up a bit short here. So maybe, maybe give me like a 28-21 type one-touchdown football game where they just can't get over the hump. But you're not going to see them running through our offensive line like they have in the past. Hopefully with Mr. Goff, your boy, back there, we're not going to see those turnovers like we've seen in Minnesota that have cost us. So I'm going to give the Lions a loss, but it's kind of one of those quality losses where you play really well, but you just don't don't get it done in the other person's yard. So I got them at 3-2 and two here. Let's do a couple more before we get our commercial break in. Uh, middle of October, um, October 17th, they are at home against the Bengals. What do you got for this game? Yeah, you know, I'm actually really excited for this game. Uh, Cincinnati has been a lot of young talent. Um, I think they're still trying to put it all together. Um, I think this is a, a team that could is going to be a dangerous football team in that division, uh, but I don't think they're quite there yet. I think that we can we can do some things to confuse Mr. Burrow, and uh, and and to we're going to be able to take down some of those young uh, receivers and talent that they have. And I've got that chalked up as a W. And I actually have that one as a little bit lower of a score, man. I'm actually looking at that one going like 24 to 17, Lions Mm. dub. Nice. You got him on a nice little streak here. I'll keep this short. For me, I just I love everything about Cincinnati's team. I just don't like their coach. I feel like Zach Taylor is just sort of a ho-hum, you know, um, middle to bottom tier type NFL football coach. I feel like they're still going to throw the ball all around the yard if Burrow is healthy. They'll make some plays on offense. I see this as different than you. I see this as an absolute shootout. But I think since it's at home and the Lions in my predictions here are coming off a loss, I feel like this is a fun game to watch, one that you definitely want to tune in for. And I see it being like, let's put out something ridiculous for the Kool-Aid drinkers. Let's put out like 38 to 35 Detroit Lions where they either win by a field goal or since he just can't get that last little touchdown they need and walk off with a big time score and a big time W and a shootout in Detroit. Nice. I like it. I like it. All right, here we go. We got heading to the West coast chops. We only got so much time on the show, but if you want to do a mini rant, you're more than welcome. We're playing the LA Rams. They have a certain (laughs) quarterback. His name is Matt Stafford. The lions are coming in there. Uh, this is not under the lights, but this is a big-time game. I mean, that's what Stafford wants to play in, right? Well, the Lions are thinking this is big-time. They're wanting to get a W against this guy as well as add to this record. So, you know, I'll just let you do what you do. Man, this this game, this is the game that everybody in this town has starred on their calendar. It's, <laughs> it's, it's Matt Stafford against his old team. It's Brad Holmes against against his old squad. It's Jared Goff versus his old squad. Man, it's Brockers versus old squad. Man, this game is – I – man, I'd love to be out in L.A. to go to this game and just rock that Honolulu blue and just be a, the biggest naysayer on Matthew Stafford, Pat Stafford. Because um, I, I got no love for him now that he's not on my team. And, man, we could do a whole show on that. Oh, wait, we did. Um, anyway, so yeah, I, I'm going to say we are actually going to, we're going to go into LA and we are going to put Matt Stafford down, but this one is going to be a shootout, man. This is going to be a high flying, high scoring game. Uh, and again, I actually have the Lions winning this game 
42 to 38. Chaps, l- let me do you one better. Do you view this as instead of Mahomes versus Goff, this is Stafford versus Goff? Another 500 yeah. plus performance, maybe from both quarterbacks in this ballgame. Absolutely. That's exactly <laughs> what this is. This is a staple game for Goff, and this is a, a heartbreaking loss for Pat Stafford. All right, well, here's the thing. I, I love that take. I love that hope. I cannot wait for this ball game as well. But I was in the stadium when Mr. Joseph Harrington came back and beat the Lions. I've seen other players come back and have their way against the Lions. For me, this is a hard game because it's, it's the West Coast game. It's a you know pretty good football team on paper. I see it being tough, but I see I'm going to just go ahead and be the uh, – you know, the sane one here on the show, and I'm going to give the Lions a loss, which you give Stafford his glorious win against his former team. But this isn't one you'll be hanging your head about. This will just be a fun watch for the fans. Hey, Stafford plays well. Goff plays well. It ends up being not the big shootout you have, but still an entertaining game. So give me kind of like a, you know, 28-21, you know, somewhere in that range, maybe like 24-20 ish. You know, we're both teams getting that middle, middle of the twenties, and the Rams to go ahead and get this W. So, I've got them. We got one more game for the bye week, since so kind of split in half. Lions have a nice bye at week nine. So let's do this last game, take a commercial break, and we'll come back and do the the other set of games. It's a marathon getting through the schedule. We'll we'll go a little bit more rapid fire. And this is another one I know you'll love to rant about, chops. So have fun with it. But again. You know, this is October 31st. Is that Halloween? I mean, it's it, yeah. I feel like it, yeah, that's Halloween. Man, it's, it's, that's and wait, that's, wait. Uh, are they playing that team in that town that I used to live in <laughs> that I hate with the burning, yes. burning passion in my soul? Yes, this would be 1231 Halloween. The Philadelphia Eagles come to Ford Field, and no matter who they have on their squad, Chops absolutely hates them. He hates them as much as the sport that we shall not speak of that I hate on this show. So, like, we already know what your prediction is, so I'll go first on this one. The Eagles are a tire fire. They are kind of like, they may make some plays. They might be a little fun to watch at times, but they're going to be a big mess. Their salary cap's a mess. They've got a few players. They don't have much else. They're scattered on defense. This is a W for the Lions, and this one might get ugly as well. This might be like a 28-10 or 28-17 win where we just put up a double-digit win against Philly. So, Give, give me that. I'm not buying this new coach of theirs or Devontae Smith's all-world. I just don't see it. No, you're, you're spot on. They're, they're a, a hot dumpster fire. And um, I can't – I just – you know me, man. I hate all things Philadelphia sports. Um, you know, and I got a, I got a 28 to 14 doubling up on those freaking disgusting <laughs> Eagles in Ford Field. Uh, and you know what, you guys, the only good thing that ever came out of Philly was cheesesteak. So, you know, Eagles suck it. <laughs> no doubt about it. Another great road trip. When Chops was there, we went and saw Lions get a last-minute W with a Nate Burleson toe tap and an overtime field goal to put the Eagles in their place. Woo-hoo! And the cheesesteaks. The cheesesteak was damn good. He took me to the spot there with Gino and Pats or whatever. And that that was that was well worth it. But uh, like I say, and the W. So l- let's go ahead and do this, Chops man. Like we're so excited with football. We we only went through half the schedule. We get all these football games week after week after 
week watching our Lions and all these ball players ready to roll. So it's incredible stuff. Um, say we get our sponsor in here, come back, we'll finish out the schedule, man. You got it in you or what? Yeah, let's do it. We're going to have to go rapid fire on the back half because, you know, I, I got too many hot takes for, for the people. But, uh, yeah, let's get the sponsors in. We love our sponsors. And then let's get right back at it and get this knocked out. No doubt. Everybody will be right back. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. All right, everybody. This goes out to my fantasy football fans out there. Now, you probably heard about Reality Sports Online, the most powerful fantasy sports platform where owners can build and manage their fantasy team like a real NFL general manager. But the question is, have you tried it? I mean, we're talking free agency, multi-year contracts, rookie drafts, multi-team trades. You could put franchise tags on guys. Uh, it's as close as you're going to get to being an NFL GM. But do you think it sounds complicated? It's not. I'm here to tell you it's the best thing about Reality Sports Online is it's just more fun than your normal fantasy league, but it doesn't take barely any more time. After all this, are you still not sure? I mean, come on now. You can test your general manager skills by going over to Reality Sports Online, call it RSO. Please go check out realitysportsonline.com right now. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. All right, everybody, we're back. Again, thank you for supporting the show. Go uh, find Chops in the D on Twitter. He always put out great um, Detroit Red Wings content, fantasy. He's got some hot takes on the Detroit Lions. He's always bashing Matt Stafford, which is entertaining for me, even though like I don't have that same hatred for the man as he does. And you can find me on Twitter at Derek Okri. That's spelled D-E-R-E-K-O-K-R-I-E. Um, great fantasy content. Positive Lions takes. Uh, Detroit Pistons, Detroit Red Wings, and uh, absolutely no sport we shall not speak of takes. So there you go. Um, Chavs, we got to get back into the schedule, man. Um, you know, November, we have a bye week, you know, and then we, we come right off the bye in the middle of November and head to Pittsburgh. The Pittsburgh Steelers, like the NFL's glory team, you know, they just absolutely love this squad. Okay, you got some rings. Congratulations. I mean, they just lift this team up like none other. Can the Lions come off a bye week where they've been able to game plan, get ready for a football team like this, and, and go punch them in the mouth and find a way to get one more point than them? Man, as much as I've, you know, at this point in the season, I actually have them at a ridiculous six and two. 
Um, you know, nobody would ever have said that they thought they would be six <laughs> two at that point. Um, it, it, can you can you believe that? But man, I, look the, for me, this is a this is a tough game. It's Pittsburgh. They're established. This might be Ben Roethlisberger's uh, last go at it. Um, man, I think Pittsburgh's actually a really good team this year um, with all those weapons that they have. And, of course, now they've got that young stud uh, running back that they just drafted. So, man, Pittsburgh's dangerous. Um, not the not this, the, as good at D as they used to be. But, man, I have this one as a, a grimy, grueling loss. Um, and it's a close one, but it's it's a loss. And, uh, man, I'm going to go – I got it at 24 to 17. Chops, we love the positive record, and, and like you say, we, we don't take ourselves too seriously here on the show. We're not trying to be these ultimate I-told-you-so experts. We're trying to have fun and entertain the people and serve up that Kool-Aid. Drink it in, man. So I like the 6-2. and two. I've got them at 5-3, uh, and three, and I'm going to go ahead and go with you that, yeah, this is a tough place to play, and as much as I kind of just gave them the old Iggy, like, you know, I respect them, and I think they're a pretty, you know, solid football team. We'll see what Ben Roethlisberger has, and but I like their skilled players, and they got some nasty defenders as well. So I'll go ahead and give the Pittsburgh Steelers this W on the road, and then the Lions follow up against one of my favorite teams that aren't the Lions. Again, I don't play this whole I got a second team, and I can't root for the Lions. I gotta like like the Steelers or the or the Cowboys or the Patriots or whoever else the uh, everybody jumps on their bandwagon. I don't play that. But, like, I do love the talent they built in Cleveland. Lions head to Cleveland. They play uh, – you ever heard of this quarterback, Chops? His name is um, – what is it again? Oh, yeah. Baker Mayfield. And Odell Beckham. I mean, again, I usually use this for AO, but it's appropriate. OBJ. Oh, baby. <laughs> Making one-handed catches, balling out. So I just love their talent base from top to bottom. They've took a lot of players in this past draft I liked. Again, I unfortunately have to give the Lions a loss against the up-and-coming, maybe Super Bowl contending Cleveland Browns. Yeah, look, Oak, as much as I absolutely hate Baker Mayfield and all the man love that you have for him, uh, this team is super talented. Uh, man, they have Super Bowl aspirations. They have the talent to do it. Can they put it all together? Um, I know this is another tough one for me, but this is a this is a stretch where I see the Lions losing a couple. So I've got this one again as a loss, and I've got them losing to the Browns. As much as I hate any team from that state down below, uh, but it's a t- I actually have this one as a twenty-seven to twenty-four loss. Mm. Yep, sounds about right. I so I got the Lions at five and five here, and I feel like it's been an exciting year based on how we've laid it out. Some close games, some unexpected W's, some beatdowns, and, and some losses against some good teams. So if it played out that way, I think Lions fans would be cool with it. You know, five hundred. We're into where are we at here? Late November. I mean, not not too uh, not too bad there for sure. And then let me see here, chaps. I don't know if I got the schedule. We'll get to it here in a moment, but I got 11:25. That's Turkey Day. That's against the Chicago Bears. And gosh, I took us a W against Chicago earlier. And I always goof on people when they just say, "Oh, the Lions Thanksgiving they'll always win." When like the record ain't too shabby on Thanksgiving. I don't think when you really look at it in recent history. But man, it'd be sweet to beat the Bears twice and on Thanksgiving. So. 
I don't know if my head tells me to do this, but my heart sure does. W for the Lions. Yeah, Oak. Look, it's it's a it's a tough balance, right? But um, and like I, I just mentioned, this for me, this is a tough stretch. Um, it's Thanksgiving. You just came against two grueling, nasty teams. Um, you're playing your division rival. You already beat them in the year. Um, you know, at this point in time, God knows who their quarterback will be. But I actually, um, and I hate to do this, but man, is it not a tradition to just stuff yourself silly with turkey and watch the Lions lose on Thanksgiving? Uh, so man, I gotta I gotta chalk this one up as an L. Mm. I uh, it's looking like that might be my last Lions game ever that I go to because you know the way things are shaping up and keeping my tickets. Love going to the games, but I may end it there at Thanksgiving. I love having friends and family. We'll see what happens if I'll still be around or whatever. I'm sure I'll make my way to Ford Field again, but I would sure love to get that W. I think I will be there this on Thanksgiving because. As much as everybody loves, like, the family party or the sitting around the table, like, I always love going to the ball game, man. Down there, putting turkey on the old uh, grill and enjoying the game and then going to hang out with uh, family and friends afterwards. So, you know, we'll we'll see what happens, but uh, I am hoping it is a W for our Lions. Then I I just had to double-check the schedule because I remember they they squeaked in like a Denver game, but that that is coming up here. I thought it was at the end, but our next game on the docket is uh, Minnesota in our house. So we get uh, get back-to-back home games here against division rivals. So uh, where are you at with this game? Yeah, this is where the Lions bounce back. So we just – I got, you know, three losses in a row, tough tough opponents out of the division, and then a tough turkey loss. And this might be where people would say that you would expect the Lions of the old to spiral out of control. I mean, what are they going to do? They started out hot. Are they going to lose the rest of their games and get a good traffic? No. No, Oakry. They're going to turn the tides around. They're going to drive Kirk Cousins into the ground. And they're going to get a big W against Minnesota. And it's going to be a close one. But it's going to be 35 to 32. Hmm. I like it. I like that take. Um, Minnesota in our house. I I had like a beat down. I want to say. Um, did I have win or loss? Do you remember against Minnesota earlier? You had them as a twenty-eight to twenty-one loss in Minnesota. Oh, okay. So I got to get the dub back. Uh, Lions at their home, <laughs> feeling themselves after Thanksgiving. Another W. I like it. I like it. All right. So so this is our last. Now you get to games. the Denver game. Yep, Denver on the 12th could be real nasty weather, snow everywhere, who knows what will happen, but Denver, I mean, they got Teddy White Gloves at quarterback, they do have some good skill players, defense is pretty good as well, what are you thinking? Man, uh, see, to me, how you talked about the West Coast game before with the Rams, to me, this is the trap game, right? You're coming off the win against Minnesota, you're feeling good about yourself. Man, I, Denver is a is a, is a bunch of hot garbage. Um, I don't like their team. I think they've got some talent, man, but they just never can seem to get their stuff together. Um, in which, but it is, it's Denver. Uh, rumor is that I may be actually be at this game with my buddy who is in, uh, lives, lives out in Colorado. He just hit me up and was like, Hey, you want to come out? So nice. I might actually be at this game and man, I would love to see my lions come out and just smash them. But, uh, I, man, I got the Broncos winning this game. And I've got it. It's a cold one. It's a Sunday in December, and I've got them. At, that's I got them losing this game to the Broncos. 
and I have it at 21 to 14. Kind of low. Mm. Good stuff. This is this is my wild card game where like I want to do a W, but I've done so many W's here recently, and it just feels like a, a miss for some reason. I go a loss as well out in Denver, probably just where you can't throw the football or something wacky is going to happen in this game. Where and their defense is tough. I'm not going to lie; if they're healthy, they'll be tough to put points up um, in that altitude. So I'll go loss. Like I said, we're going to go a little rapid fire. So like to me. Normally, I would say we're going to just beat the mayor of Munchkin land, uh, Kyler Murray. Uh, you know, he's just like four foot nothing, hundred and nothing. And he thinks he's the greatest thing ever with his chain and his visor. And he still can't get in any of the rides at Cedar Point. But like we've beat down the Cardinals like multiple times. And I feel like we always we used to never play well out the toaster oven. I feel like the last few we played fine and we've we've dealt with him, you know, more than fine you know so like i feel like maybe this is a slip up maybe he gets going or something throws it around to all his different weapons and the lions uh take an l here as well dude i do we play the cardinals every year like when did that every happen? year like i swear, for like a decade the freaking yes. cardinals every damn year every year there's no doubt oh yeah it's insane man and again i they got that high-flying offense you know they got kyler murray um man i i actually have this as a w i think we i think we're home if we were in arizona coming off of that hard game in denver i'd say this might be uh you know back-to-back out west games but we come home and i think we take they take it to them and uh, we win this game and it's uh it's actually pretty high scoring too i've got them going um 31 to 24 Nice. Yeah, I like that. It's uh, out in Arizona doesn't scare me at all. You know what I mean? Indoors, kind of a wimpy team. It could be kind of one of those fun back and forth, a lot of offense, a lot of you know turnovers, things like that I could see happening. So I, I like that uh, prediction by you. Now, Chops, at this point, we cannot confirm or deny, but it's kind of a horrible day, 1226, day after uh, you know Christmas, but... I mean, who knows? You you might be running a big-time project uh, down in the ATL. I may be heading that way. I may be, um, you know, who knows what might happen by the end of December here when the Lions head back to Atlanta to play the Falcons in that dome once again. We already got one dub. We might have to get a second. I'm looking at my records now. Lions would be in contention, basically, uh, right about sea level. Looking at my records, you've got some Ws up there as well. What are you thinking about heading to Atlanta again? Can they get it done twice in a row? And will it be thrilling fashion like when we were there? Yeah, I think actually, you know, I I, I would love to go to this game with you again and go uh, and, and see another uh, W there in the ATL because we had a great time when we were there last year. Uh, very few fans all masked up, social distancing, um, but but the hype was real. Uh, I, I like this game. I like this. I like to win this game, actually. So I think we come in um, and we we take it to Atlanta. They're they're kind of an anomaly right now, right? You got Matt Ryan on the back end. You know, you got the stud Kyle Pitts, and you got Kelvin Ridley. And uh, but they've got a lot of questions marks too. They you know they're they're kind of transitioning as well. So I see this coming in, and I see this as a win. Hey Chops, let's be real, real quick. There ain't no way. There is like absolutely no chance. I mean, no chance. No chance. That's what you got. <laughs> There's 
no chance that you're getting away from your family, your wonderful kids, the day after Christmas to go to a football game with me in Atlanta, Georgia. There's no way that's happening now. I can do whatever the hell I want. <laughs> but you're you're a family man. You've got plenty of obligations, kids, houses, all types of Christmas wonderfulness going around. I mean, you're going to be at the house watching this one, buddy. Uh, listen, I'm maybe you know maybe I can take the family on a little uh, vacation. We'll make it in Atlanta, and I can leave the wife and kids in the hotel room to have some afternoon pool time while we go and get uh, you know uh, get get uh, whooped up to uh, watch the Atlanta Falcons lose for Detroit Lions. We'll see, man. If our team has uh, like a playoff berth in the in the mix, we may have to try to make this Christmas uh, W happen down there. But like I said, I don't know if we can beat our last time, even though there was uh, limited fans. Man, we had the greatest time, plus the greatest concessions of all time, like like two dollar yes. for pizza there in the ATL, like a fifty cent hot dog or whatever the hell was going on. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, we, uh, that, yeah was that was just insane. Cr- that was to insane. Me. I think I think I talked about that with people more than I mean, like a dollar pop. <laughs> dollar hot dog like two dollar pizza and like free refills on your soda i was like what right. the I, what am i i thought you know there was some kind of special because it was like right. you know limited fans they were trying to get people hooked up or whatever. no i talked yeah. to the nice concessions lady and she's like oh yeah we do, the Rooney family does this all the time you know i'm like but sports take a note we literally looked at each other. We're like, we're not even that hungry, but we might as well just buy like 10 more items because we walked away with like a $15 bill and we couldn't even carry it all. It was that ridiculous. So, yeah, unbelievable. But um, for, for me, I mean, that ball game, I mean, gosh, I mean, I don't I, – somebody put out online or something, oh, Atlanta might be a sleeper team. I mean – they, they might have put up some yards and, and whatnot, but I don't see them getting too many dubskis. So I feel like the Lions, if they need this one, this is another team that's not a very tough football team. They're just kind of ho-hum. They're trying to find themselves under their new coach. So if the Lions need this, which they do after I gave them a couple L's here, um, I'm going to go ahead and give them a W against the Falcons once again. Not in thrilling fashion, but just a you know, seven to 10 point um, win or seven or less, something like that, where they end up coming out on top. Two more games left. I can't even believe it. Like this is like marathon season, choppy. We got all this football, all this Detroit Lions football, all this Kool-Aid to drink in the next, basically from now, and I'm looking at this calendar until middle of January. It's just Lions football every week, except for the bye week. It's crazy. So we head out to Seattle, wait. man. Tough place to play. Russ, yeah, boy, you love them. Um, everybody acts like there's some dynasty. I mean, they don't have a, a team that absolutely scares me, but they do find ways to win. What do you think about this one? Yeah, you're right. It's Again, it's at Seattle, really hard place to play, um, and they do just seem to find a way to win. You know they're going to be battling to win that division. Um, so I've got this as a loss, and I actually, this, I actually have this as our worst loss of the season um, just because I think Seattle's going to be pushing to make the playoffs, and we'll be, we're going to be battling for a wild card at that point, I think. Um, but I think Seattle kind of shows us, hey, Detroit, you're not quite there yet. Uh, we're there, and I have this as a 14-point loss to uh, to to the old Seahawks. No, nothing to do with Russell Wilson being your fantasy quarterback in our big league. Or nothing, doesn't have anything to do with that, right? Well, no, because I would have already won the championship. That's week 17, the guy. So I'll be already close to the trade. Okay. I I forgot. You already be basking in your glory, allegedly. Um, We'll see how that (laughs) shakes out. I'm sure we'll bring that up multiple times around the show. So for me, 
I mean, again, I'm going to go with you. I'm going to go with a loss. I would love to get that win back where they just took the wood to us in that playoff game, but I can't do it. But this is what I can do, Choppy. I've been calling this for it seems like three, four years in a row now. We always seem to play the Packers to end the season. I always say, how beautiful would it be if, like, the division, a playoff berth, something really was on the line in this ballgame? I'm looking at my records. I mean, I got three, five, seven. I got the Lions at nine Ws, it looks like right now. So when Aaron Rodgers and company come in to end the season, I just been hoping, praying for this, that they come in on their high horse, all the Lions, you know, we're going to put them away, or maybe they already are in the playoffs, but they try to play their guys. Hey, we're going to put the Lions away. But instead, the Lions just rise up, and they just beat the Packers. To me, there would be nothing better than the Lions beating the Packers, somehow winning the NFC North, and just ending Aaron Rodgers' career. He just decides he doesn't want to play football anymore after this, and instead of riding off into the sunset with some other team so he can play till he's 45, he just goes and hangs out on the beach looking like a bum like he already does with his stupid sandals and his his glasses and whatever, his flip-flops. Like, just end this guy's career right here in Ford Field at the end of the season while we hold up the NFC North banner. There we go. Yeah, Oak, look, uh, it's a great dream. Uh, it's a nice picture. I think the Kool-Aid <laughs> drinkers would absolutely love that. And I will tell you, Oak, that Drink I, it in, uh, I think that 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 oh, the Packers, this is their last year, right? I'm, I'm on record for saying this is their last year. And then the division starting the following year is the Lions to take. Uh, and unfortunately, I see this as a loss. I hate to do it. I hate to Ugh. leave the season on a loss. But I have it as a loss, and I have us as an overall record of nine and eight. All right, Chavi clocking in at nine and eight. Kool Aid drinkers, you knew I was going to come in for going through for you. Where do I end up with all my predictions? Basically, on the show, ten Ws. Drink it in. Uh... That's where it starts. That's that's my ceiling and my floor. It's, well, that's my floor because my ceiling can all, all the way up to twelve, thirteen at times that I'm trying to entertain here on the show. But 10 and 7 for the Lions, uh, possibly an NFC North crown. I can't uh, confirm or deny that at this point. But, uh, you know, again, I started just slow. I gave you the old okie doke with that first game loss, even though it's probably not because I'm going to be there. But they get it together, man. And, like, (laughs) I don't know. That was just fun, me and you going back and forth. I hope we entertain the people and they got uh, some enjoyment here in about, gosh, 17 football games for the Lions coming up this year. Yeah, it's amazing, man. The seventh, that seventeenth game, man, it's a marathon, right? Like, you know, we, even just to go game by game and talk for one minute about it, two minutes about it. There's so many rants, there's so many twists. I think this is a great division. I think this is a lot of fun. Uh, you know, well, when I say this is a great division, I mean this is a great division to break down. But I think two of the teams in the division are hot garbage, and they will be for years to come. And Green Bay is going to fall down to that dumpster because the Detroit Lions will be atop this division starting in 2020 i can't wait man and like you say it's uh i don't even think we realize because we're finally going to get actual football with fans back it's going to be like 
you know, not only in two weeks does it start, like, then it doesn't end for four or five months. You know what I mean? Like, it's just going to be games and colleges back this year instead of, like, that ridiculous year we had last year. So, lots to look forward to. Well, Chops, man, I know you're a busy man. You you gave me a ton of your time to come on both shows this week. I can't thank you enough. And it was really fun talking football, Lions football, doing a draft, and uh, giving our giving each other a hard time like we do uh, as as good buddies here on the show. It is always a pleasure to be a guest on the Detroit Cooley cast, uh, man, you know, keep, keep up the good work, Oak. I love it. Uh, pumping out two casts a week. And then you got your other cast, the believe in lions. Uh, it's all good stuff. And I'm just honored that you uh, continue to ask me to come on the show. And, uh, you know what? I cannot wait to do another one once the season actually starts and we can talk about, uh, breaking down X's and O's talking about execution and talking about how our Detroit lions, are winning way more games than everybody else is saying. I feel like we're going to have some fun rants, some great things to talk about, some excitement, and uh, Chops, I'll just leave you with a big old glass of that Kool-Aid. Drink it in, man. And I know you want a double side order, don't you? Always. Cornbread! Cornbread! (laughs) Everybody, thank you so much for listening. I hope you have a great weekend. And as Chop said, this is our last week here with no Lions regular season football. After this, game after game, week after week, right here on the Detroit Kool-Aid cast. Take care, everybody. We're out. Drink it in, man.